It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Money in Politics in Delaware. Welcome back, Robert Fry. Thanks, Dace. It's good to be back. And Robert Fry was, is, or excuse me, was, was, was a uh, economist at the DuPont Company. Uh, spent a long career there. Uh, when I say there, meaning Comores and Conoco and DuPont. When there, he and DuPont team, that's the key word choice, and DuPont team were the only three-time the most right economist. He retired a number of years ago. Hung out a shingle, created a business, Robert Fry Economics, LLC, and he stayed in Delaware. And with that said, uh, comes on the program the first of each month. And uh, obviously, it's an opportunity for him to promote his business and for us to get the, some world-class uh, uh, advice and insights. So with that said, Robert, we always get first-time listeners. 30 seconds about you, 30 seconds about your business. Well, my name's Robert Fry. My business is Robert Fry Economics, LLC. I publish a monthly newsletter on the economy uh, with emphasis on the manufacturing sector. I give speeches on the economic outlook to uh, corporate leadership teams, supplier and customer events, uh, trade association meetings. I'm always looking for the opportunity to speak. Um, there are a couple businesses in town here um, that I used to work with, and if any of their Salespeople are listening and would like to use me for a, um, a customer contact or a customer event, uh, they should contact me. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. As much drama as I can put over the radio, the economy is the porridge too hot, too cold, or just right? The economy, Robert Fry. Um, I think it's Bumping up against constraints right now is the way I would put it. Uh, the uh, employment report came out this morning, and uh, the uh, unemployment rate dropped down to 3.9%, which is the lowest since uh, 2000, um, well below the Congressional Budget Office's estimate of, uh, of full employment. Um, we did not see any big increase in the in the labor force. So, uh, in fact, the labor force shrunk, if you look at the household survey. Um, so I didn't think this was a good report. This is basically saying that this is all there is. Uh, we're not going to be able to to keep growing employment like this. So uh, if we don't start getting some investment and some productivity increases, uh, growth is going to slow. All right. With that said, I'll remind the audience we tape on Friday air on uh, Saturday. Um Let's do some headlines, and I, I guess the headline I want to talk about is trade, but before, before we go there, uh, give us a 30, maximum 60-second economist dissertation on China. Uh, China has grown extremely rapidly since uh, Deng Xiaoping opened things up at the very end of 1978, but uh, they're running up against some constraints. Uh, debt and demographics, basically. Their working age population is now shrinking. 
Um, they have incurred a lot of government debt to stimulate the economy over the last few years, including last year in the run-up to the, uh, the Communist Party Congress uh, last fall. And so I think there's a debt and demographic time bomb there. There may be a very long fuse on, on that time bomb. Um, but I, I think growth is going to slow in China. Um, measured growth is probably going to slow very gradually. Actual growth might slow a little less gradually than the government data show. All right. And I guess that sets up uh, arguably the headline of the week uh, arguably of the last couple months trade 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 what are we talking about robert fry ah well right now the u.s has a delegation over in china trying to negotiate some uh, um, changes in, in our trade interaction with china in particular trying to protect american intellectual property and also just trying to get the chinese to agree um, to shrink the bilateral trade deficit. That's going to be shrinking a trade deficit is going to be a lot harder to do. You can't simply do that with trade policy. And as long as the dollar is the reserve currency in the world, the U.S. is going to run a large trade deficit. It's called Triffin's Paradox or Triffin's Dilemma, although I don't think it's either a paradox or a dilemma. Um, so then I don't think they're going to have much success in shrinking the trade deficit, um, at least through these policies, um, they will, uh, I hope, have some success on, on protecting intellectual property. Now, going back to the trade deficit, I don't think these actions are going to help, but I think the tax reform plan that, that went into effect January 1st might actually have some effect on the trade deficit because companies have some latitude as to where they can book profits and you know, where they assign value added they tend to put um, their intellectual property in low-tax jurisdictions like Ireland. Um, a lot of Apple patents are are in Ireland. Um, with the change in the tax law, I think a lot of those profits are going to be assigned to the U.S., which now is a lower tax rate, and it may show up as as uh, as lower imports into the U.S. So the trade deficit may shrink. It may be totally an accounting thing, have, may have nothing to do with the actual location of economic activity. Um, but you could see the trade deficit shrink for accounting reasons. Uh, and then I think President Trump will probably say it's due to his trade policies when really it has nothing to do with trade policy. It's totally due to well, Robert, in the past, you have argued on this program that the villain, and I say that with a smirk, is not Mexico in trade, it's China. How about yeah, revisiting well, that? Yeah, one of my favorite charts, I just made a chart of, of U.S. industrial production and manufacturing, which is one of the series that I follow most closely and have for three decades. And I, I marked two points on that chart. One was 1994, January 1st, 1994. That's when NAFTA took effect. And you can see no change in the upward momentum in industrial production. Um, you, you can't detect any kind of adverse effect on U.S. industrial production from NAFTA. In 2000, there is a very distinct kink in that, in that curve for that that line and industrial production in U.S. manufacturing has not grown much at all since 2000. And what happened in 2000 was the U.S. House of Representatives 
um, approved normal trade relations with China, which set the stage for China joining the WTO. In fact, it, it, it made it a done deal. Um, and that's exactly when China started gearing up, increasing capacity, increasing um, exports to the U.S. And that has had a, a, a noticeable, significant, harmful effect on U.S. manufacturing. But so, stop there. Stop there just a minute because we're going to run out of time. So that's our history lesson. That, and you answered my question. But if you were sitting at the trade table, because some of these people you know, what should the U.S. be, I, you can't say demanding, but what is it that, what's our want, what's a win, what's a lose, handicap it for us? Well, uh, one thing they need to do is, is make it clear that China cannot ask U.S. companies and other foreign companies to turn over technology as, uh, as a condition of doing business in China. That's against WTO rules, and yet China has done it. No one has pushed back on that, and the Trump administration is pushing back on that, and they should. And, and that's something I think they should stick to their guns on. And then just the outright theft of intellectual property. And you know, DuPont had, had intellectual property stolen by the Chinese, and if, if you know, there's someone in jail over that right now, um, but I think they need to stick to their guns about that and say, no, you, you know, you're not going to steal our intellectual property and then use that stolen property to produce goods that you're then going to sell in the world market. Um, I, I don't think they should worry about what the bilateral trade deficit is. Bilateral trade deficits, I, I think most economists would argue, don't matter and you shouldn't worry about them. Um, but you should definitely worry about the theft of intellectual property. So when the 20 seconds, so will this be in their mind successful? 20 seconds. I have no idea whether this is successful or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, with that one, let me pause. Let me pause. His name is Robert Fry. His business is Robert Fry Economics LLC. What's going to happen? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we do oil. We do higher U.S. rates. We do 3% on the 10-year, and we do all that right after this break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 